just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If everyone can just be silent, I have to talk to Justin. 100% silent. This starts with us talking to Justin, Sam. <laughs> okay. Sam... <laughs> I think even the whispering is a lot, so please don't whisper. I'm really trying to connect with Justin here. Talking, whispering into a microphone is still very disruptive. Heard loud and clear. Okay, let's just start the show, Jared. <laughs> Ow. I'm tired of sitting around the house. I'm tired of sitting around. Wow. I want to apologize. It sounds like maybe the theme song was a little loud in the mix. Max, uh, Max, you said, ow, it physically hurt you. Uh, it was, yeah. I said, ow, is sort of just a reaction because I was surprised. It, um, I wasn't actually hurt, but my instinct is to be victimized, so. Fair. We'll catch up with you in a second, Max. We'll do our intros momentarily. Okay. Justin. Was mm-hmm. that 311, by the way? Wow. Okay. This is already off the rip. We got a bunch of troublemakers. In Some the 41. Today. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I this ties in, Justin, with what there's a, been a lot of tension, a lot mm-hmm. of drama around the CGP world yeah. at our office. We're going to talk more and more about that later. But uh, yeah, it's major controversy. Justin, a lot of conflict, a lot of controversy. How are you holding up during what's become a very tumultuous week? around the CGP offices? I'm doing great. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I don't know why Autopilot said I'm doing great. No, I'm doing terribly. My hair is falling out. Um, I know your I'm hair stressed. is significantly shorter than it was last week. Yeah. It feels like it fell out. In a kind of perfect shape. Yeah, it's still maintained a very, a very perfect hairline and yeah. shape, almost as if the hair sort of fell out um, as if it cut itself more than totally. yeah totally more than any sort of recession yeah. or male pattern baldness yeah like a psychological razor weird that caused a cutout very but, weird yeah and I'm panicking and um, I'm just losing my mind when I'm running around the CGP M and N offices all right as everybody knows this is the Chris Gethard presents podcast it's a podcast companion to the Chris Gethard presents public access television show coming up on episode ten and it's become very necessary uh, for us to clear the air. Because, so everybody knows, we got a lot of comedians working out of the same facility. The Manhattan Neighborhood Network, of course, they have the MNN Tower on Manhattan's west side. They gave us all of the ninth floor of the MNN Tower. And everybody you've been seeing on the CGP show has a cubicle. There's been a lot of drama, a lot of tension. Everybody knows comedians have ego. Comedians mm-hmm. are, are all looking to get ahead. And there's been just a lot of stuff. So I've set up an anonymous complaint box so that we can all just talk face-to-face. Because I'm not a fan of water cooler gossip, Justin. You know this about me. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to have the hard conversations. Totally. We've invited a number of people who have been a part of the world of the show. These are all people who, I'm going to be very honest, complaints have come in about you guys. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk <laughs> about them on the show. And we're going to give you guys a chance to clear your names. And if you have complaints about anybody else, then uh, now's the time. No more gossip, no more backbiting, no more weird private channels on our CGP Slack just yeah. to talk shit about each other. Um, let's get it going. We'll intro people first, and then we'll uh, we'll get into everything. We, of course, have Max Wittert. Max? Nick Nanny took my sandwich. Okay, we'll talk about week. it. We're going to talk about it later. We're going to talk about it. I'm writing that one down to make sure that we don't get Maybe back to it. you're not an artist. What? What? <laughs> what the hell was that? Whoa. Who said tweeted. that? Who said that? Who said that? That may be something that we uh, are going to hear later. Did we jump the gun on an audio cue? Okay, I'm writing that down so we can make sure we get to it. Was Nick that Nick Nanny again? It may have, that may have been Nick Nanny. We'll get to it. Max was, of course, for anybody who's been watching the CGP show, uh, you were one of the co-hosts of Josh Sharp's simultaneous three call-in show episode. Uh, at one point, you did help 
destroy a number of set pieces. I did not know. There's video footage of this. They There's were video all... footage of you helping to rip apart a table. This led to a number of broken glass objects, including no. a lamp. No, that I they actually... charged me for, by the way. Well, that's again not my problem. Um, but I no, they were. I was just trying to move a table, and which I was actually instructed to do. So. Which was actually Josh that told me to do that, but he was working for you at the time, so I guess that's actually your fault. Wow. Okay. Just, just like in terms of the managerial chain. The massive logic loops and disassociation justification that we all can put ourselves through is is eye-opening. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've also got Maya Sharma, who was the uh, co-host the week I was out. Justin, your co-host. Maya, mm-hmm. you returned to the Yay. show. Welcome back. You did a Thank wonderful you. job. I listened. Uh, I thought you were great. And I said to Justin last week, I actually feel like I realized that I am the, the weak link of this show podcast no no i couldn't agree i i do feel that <laughs> i do feel that justin uh you know justin has some great ideas and i was trying to beef him up mm-hmm, during mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. episode but no i think i think you're a great part of the podcast chris thank you so much you're welcome as are you are you feeling tense nervous about this have you noticed the same dark clouds rolling in over our office that i have i think it's a it, you know it's a pretty specific uh perspective I have working on the podcast mm-hmm, kind of solely mm-hmm. I get a little bit of a a, a bird's eye view um, I get to kind of watch the drama unfold without being a part of it I feel very on the outs and I don't feel included wow so wow. Okay, in that I'm write way this down so we can deal with it yeah how about this no one's been nice to me okay no one has been you include ni- that I'm keeping notes so Anonymous. that we can deal with all of these and last but certainly not least uh, Sam Taggart Wow, hey. Sam, of course, played <laughs> Chef Sam Taggart in the episode hosted by Joe Rumrill and Rachel Pegram. And Sam, I will say perhaps more gifts than any other episode were of you. I would say at least four what? gifts of Chef Sam. I mean, it's crazy. The fans are clamoring for more, and I cannot help but notice that my coworkers are extremely jealous of my skyrocket to success. Coworkers jealous of skyrocket to success. This <laughs> has come up a number of times. A number of times. It I'm has. getting sabotaged in my day-to-day life. Just because everyone's so jealous of me. Like, just because I play a character once really, really good doesn't mean like they need to, like, fucking ruin my life. <laughs> a lot of people have said that um, the explosion, they have not seen a, a bigger explosion in someone's comedy career mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany Haddish in that movie where she replicated the uh, blowjob grapefruit video. Yeah. Girls' Night, I think it was. Girls' Trip. Girls, Girls trip. trip. Girls Trip, which I saw in the theaters and was extraordinarily funny, actually. People are saying you're on the same sort you're of... You're having a girls trip. You're having, having a girls sort of a trip. girls trip. Came I, out of nowhere, <laughs> an explosion of national notoriety due to <laughs> Chef Sam Taggart on public access television. Yeah, you know, I got about a solid five minutes of screen time, but I really made it my own, and I feel like... Um, yeah, like Will Smith's actually texting you right now. Um, and you ev- feel like Will Smith is texting <laughs> you? No, I mean, I know he is. Um, I actually felt it. Um, that's weird because our phones are on airplane mode. <laughs> yeah. Sam doesn't put his phone on air. That's another thing. Yes, this guy to put his phone on airplane mode. He says, no, he's, he's bigger than that. I'd well, like to formally complain about that. Okay. Well, I think it's actually, I have to be able to be reached at all times. You know, I have a lot of deals in the works, um, development and etc. So um, I think like if I turn my my phone off, that's actually millions of dollars that could be going down the drain. Is so Will you guys Smith a blue or a green text bubble? Wow, <laughs> great question. Uh, he's blue. All right. And can I just oh, say, Sam, I actually wouldn't have the etc. <laughs> was particularly infuriating in the way you laid that out. We're going to get into all this and more. We're also going to take calls from you guys, so we need you guys to call into the show. Uh, air out. We know you guys have been hearing lots of rumors about uh, the different things that are happening, different CGB personalities. I, word has started spreading online. I want to just nip it all in the bud, let you know what's true and not true. Before we get into all of that, though, Justin, it is time for Justin's Bit of the Week. Hey, oh, Jared, can you play that theme song? <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin, Justin's bit. 
This is just a bit for Justin. You can fade out whenever, Jared. Justin. This is just a bit for Justin. Wow, it went from soulful to clubby right at the end there. Yeah. The shared um, looks of all of us looked confused and then more and more impressed as things yeah. went on. Yes. Oh, I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Justin was singing at first. Mm-hmm. Then I um, thought he just pulled a song from, you know, somewhere on iTunes. And then I realized it was personalized. Yes. Yeah. That, you inc- recruited a very talented person, it mm-hmm. seems, on that. Do you Amy give- Winehouse. <laughs> Amy, it was <laughs> actually Amy Winehouse. Really? Wow. It, was, it was Sophie Zucker, comedian, Sophie. friend, and wow. uh, artist, musician. Sophie can sing. Uh, Justin, so- what is our bit of the week? This game is called Remembering Six Feet Under. The TV show <laughs> Six Feet Under premiered 18 years ago. Do we remember it? It's a show about a rather dour family in Southern California that runs a funeral home. It's one of the greatest pieces of art of all time. So, how this game's going to work, the panel will be giving descriptions of scenes from Six Feet Under, and they will have to perform them from memory. Each scene will be timed at around 45 seconds. After they perform the scene, we'll play the clip to see how they did. Does that make sense? The I winners have, get nothing, the losers get nothing. If I can just interject oh. with a slight issue on my end, is that I've never seen an episode Me of Six Feet And if I, I can just to... interject, I'm Brenda in every scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've okay. never seen the show. Okay. Right. Three out of the four <laughs> of us have not seen the show. One of us seems to have an obsession with a certain character. Well, it's a great show. She's, you should watch it. It's a great show. Yeah, She's sorry, an amazing character. Yeah. I've heard it. Well, she gets really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Max, yeah. do you feel like you have the ability to reenact her scenes from memory right now? Uh... All of them. Is that the task? <laughs> the yeah. task is yeah. to reenact scenes from Six Feet Under from memory, even though 75% of us have not seen one scene from the okay, show. Okay, that is re- kind of fun. If you could just remember, remind me. Well, never I'll, mind. I'll remind, I'm going to give you a Brenda scene, and I'll give you a description of the scene. But first, And also the other characters' names would be helpful. Yes, I'll give you every other character's names. So first, okay, so the first scene, are we ready? Folks, yes. so ready. So, no. After Claire has been rejected from art school, she has a conversation with her aunt Sarah, where Sarah tells Claire that she's not meant to be an artist. Claire is the moody artist daughter who has started to conform to more traditional ideas of adulthood. Sarah is an older, free spirited artist. She owns property in Topanga Canyon and throws swinger parties. Who wants to do this scene? Two people. I'll do this scene. Okay. Sam, do you want to take this? Sure. Which so, one am I? So you'll be Claire, yeah, moody be- artist daughter. I'll and Chris, Sarah. you're okay. Sarah, the aunt, and you're going to tell mm-hmm. Claire that she's not meant to be an artist. Sure. And- and this scene's going to last 45 seconds. And go. Um, <laughs> art school. I got in to the big school. Claire, that's great news. First thing I want to say is I do not appreciate you interrupting one of my swinger parties to have this conversation right now. Well, There's currently 11 people in the den. A sweaty, erotic mess. And now I'm over here taking time out of it to hear about art school? Yeah, well... You know, you have swinger parties every night of the week, so it's actually kind of hard to find time to talk to you because you have this strict rule of no interrupting, and yet there seems to be no break between the sex parties. I was back there moments prior to this conversation between two men slaloming, cross-country skiing as they call it. Slaloming? Anyway, congrats. You got into art school. (laughs) Scene. (laughs) So let's play the scene and see how we did. Maybe you're not an artist. Why would you say that? Did it hurt your feelings when I said it? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'm right. Maybe if you were an artist, you'd have laughed when I said that. This show seems awesome. Like, if you told me I was purple, I would laugh because I know I'm not purple. Okay, that sounds great. Damn, it's a really good, good. show. It so, sounds like a good show. I should watch this. It's, it's a really great show. Good. So yeah. scene number two, <clears throat> this is the Nate and Brenda scene. Okay, you're Nate, I'm <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> great. So yeah. Nate, the free-thinking older brother who spent his whole life running away from death and his family, and Brenda, his very cerebral partner, have an argument after it comes out that Brenda had an affair. The scene is mid-argument. They're bringing up old, weird baggage. Okay. It's very heightened. And guys, start. In the criminal justice system, uh, people, uh, they say that you— Nay, I can't do this anymore! Okay, listen, listen. I, uh, I'm, I'm willing no, you to go ahead. Up, I'm I... willing to dredge up anything from our past. I, you have never been there when I needed you. I've, I've been here all along. I've just been over there. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, Nate. Wait a second, wait a second. What does that mean— in the criminal justice system. I've been sleeping with a lot of people, Nate. 
A lot of people. I'm sex addicted. How? How? Ow. Oh. <laughs> ow. <laughs> that sucks. That hurts. Ow, 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 ow. And why does that hurt you? My well, parents were therapists, so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm asking you why. That's interesting that your parents were therapists. Yeah. I. It hurts me because I'm, I don't know why. I'm a man. Oh, that's Scene. so you. Scene. Oh. Okay. Okay. So let's see how he did. Yikes. That felt good. <laughs> you can play the clip. Did you fuck your brother? Yikes. Oh, right, go there. Well, why not go there? Did you? Did you fuck the rabbi? I know you wanted to. No. I bet it was because she wouldn't. And just for the record, you did it in Seattle before I I was scared to death. I just had a fucking seizure. Another thing you wouldn't have told me about it. I said that. It's pretty word for word thus far. Safe with her, which frankly is something I have never felt with you. Oh, you felt safe with her. You felt safe with her. Yeah, because yeah. you were yeah. leaving the next day. He's leaving the next day. Nate, you created a human being. You created a person on this planet now, a person who might have a totally miserable fucking life and curse the fucking day she was born because you are walking I want to say something now. Yeah, say it. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you. That's how it is. Because you are. Wow. That was, that put, um... Goosebumps on me. <laughs> what part? All over, baby. Uh, Arm. I, I thought leg. the commentary on the criminal justice system was particularly astute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely yeah. like subtextual uh, in the real show. But I like that you brought it to the forefront. I want to do a lot more of these. Can we do this? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see right. another one. So while David, the uptight, rule-following son, is fixing up a corpse, he imagines a conversation between him and the corpse, Sam a Tiger. recently deceased soldier. <laughs> they have a discussion where the soldier begs David to see the nephew. The inevitability of death. Is it interesting if you do one, Justin? Because you're you're kind of obsessed Ooh. with the show. Um, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to. Putting him on the spot. Finally. Let's give, <laughs> <clears throat> let's give it a try. So I'll do it with who do, who wants to do it. Sam should be the gay brother. Okay. Uh, wait. I'm. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so wait. You're, <laughs> so you're David. David is a funeral director. Um. Uh. And he is fixing up a corpse, and uh, the corpse is a soldier, and they're talking about death. Okay. And you're gay. Okay. And I'm gay. Yeah, but you're mad about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's an internal conflict. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, corpse, I guess I'll put a shirt on you. you... (sighs) I hate my life here. (laughs) (laughs) I hear it. What? You you would hate your life. You are afraid of fucking death, man. Hoorah! (laughs) Corpse, are you speaking to me? Yes, I am speaking to you. I'm here to say that you surround yourself with death every day, but you've never looked at it yourself. Okay, where the hell is my gun? <laughs> Wait, you have a gun? I have a gun. Oh, well, then let's shoot each other, goddammit! He wouldn't have a gun. See. Why not? Can I do a tag out? <laughs> okay, who are you tagging out? I want to tag out the corpse and be a different kind. Okay, go for it. Okay. Well, how <laughs> Wait, hang on. Then I want to be David. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Okay, so we both got tagged out. Yeah, you both got tagged out. And we're heightening. Yeah. Well, and you're not tagging out to a different character, you're just stealing his character. You're just Uh, taking over. Yeah. You can be Brenda. You can be Brenda. Oh yeah, I'm Brenda in this scene. Well, howdy! (coughs) Oh my fucking god, I can't do this anymore. The West uh, welcomes you. Oh Well, actually I'm going to heaven. Oh I listen, I've slept with a lot of people. (laughs) I I'm sex addicted. Well, that's good to hear. Anyway, I've got a horse underneath my undercarriage of my dress. Can I fuck it? <laughs> See, Sam Great. enters. Oh, okay, so let's. <laughs> As Sam. 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 Chef Sam, you're inserting yourself. Sam Chef Taggart. Sam Taggart. Chef Sam Taggart inserting himself into six feet under retroactively. Chef <laughs> Do you have anything to say, Chef Sam Taggart? Uh, I, um, <laughs> sorry, this is the wrong room. I was looking for the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's play the clips. Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. Okay. You're going to die, David. Just like Nate. Just like your dad. Oh, spoilers. Just like sorry. So far, I'm very close. I am aware close. of the reality of death. <laughs> I work with it every day. Wow. I'm scared. Oh. I wonder You're if it's going to take the same turn. You've ever been in your life. You thought you knew what fear was when Jake poured gas all over your head, but this... That's an intense episode. ...the simple, unavoidable fact that you're alive and alone, and then someday, you'll be dead, gone. Where's the part where the horse... <laughs> There's a horse underneath. Wow. Um, yeah, flawless. Yeah, Justin, how does this bit end? Um, right now? Pretty much. All right, that was Justin's <laughs> bit of the week, everybody. Justin's bit of the week. No outro song this week? Um, I don't think... No, no. Why don't song. you sing one? Um, 
Hey, Justin's welcome bit. to Justin's Bit. bit now bit. it's over. Have fun, you guys, and come back after the break. All right, we're back, everybody. <laughs> right? I, I, I don't know. I never left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get back into it. As mentioned at the top, we're going to be airing out some of the drama. I think uh, we should just get into it with the uh, people who have joined us here today. Are you guys ready? I, I, I know this is hard. I know it's not easy to look in the mirror and hear what other people have to say about, about you guys, but we're just going to go for it. Is that okay, Max? I, I'd like to start with you. So you got yeah, very- so Sydney Washington. What? <laughs> No, what? This is someone, before you air out more issues oh. with other people, this is someone who had an issue with you. This came in an anonymous That's complaint weird. box. That's <laughs> weird. Okay. Sure. Someone, there's someone who says, almost every single day, Max asks me to go to the fridge and get him a mousse flavored San Pellegrino. I feel like I can't say no, so I do it. I feel very taken advantage of. There was even one day where we were out of mousse, so I tried to get him one of those Arianchato ones. He said that was not good enough. He sent me to a store to get a pomplemousse flavored San Pellegrino. That's ridiculous. I love the, I love the art. The what is it called? Aranchada ones. Yeah. Also, every day I'm not even here, like half the work week. I feel like they were saying every day that you do stop by, that you're trying to boss other people into getting you your San Pellegrino. Well, it sounds like you're reading in between the lines of their message, and they were clearly uh, Max, lying. Max, you create a culture of fear. You know that. I have. No, to, I, I also have to point so. out you have very craftily not denied anything. <laughs> you have said you do like the arancata, and that I'm poking this, holes in his argument, her or hers. Max, yeah, you have to walk by the fridge on your way into the office. You could just stop and get your own San Pellegrino. It's a power move to go all the way to your cubicle and then someone. Send I have someone else. stuff that I have to carry. I have my own stuff that I need to carry to my desk. Like what? My bag, my phone, stuff. Sometimes groceries even, or like a, like a salad, or like... That's groceries? Yeah, yeah, see. Also, also, um, okay, oh, you, oh, you feel, oh, so like, oh, no, no, woe is me, like, I have to go, he's forcing me to get his... You can say no, you can go to therapy, you know? You're willing to put someone in therapy. That's a cool idea <laughs> instead of just getting your own drink uh, i no i'm i don't have to put him in it's not my responsibility did you really send someone to a deli did you really send someone out of the office not to a deli <laughs> to a store it do, i don't care where he goes or she it sounds like you you know who this is i don't know what this person is talking about because i've seen this happen and I will say it's a pretty like high up member of the team at CGP. And for is it you? No. Oh. No. Okay. No. Well, do you consider yourself really high up? Or I don't. We'll talk <laughs> about that later. So you think Believe you're pretty? Me. The delusions of grandeur. The delusions of grandeur. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Maybe that you're sorry to the person who feels taken advantage of, that you'll adjust That's the behavior. That's something that they can a, control within themselves. That is not my responsibility maybe to that hold you'll their do emotions something to create a little bit of a more positive workplace where people... Sam even said you create a culture of fear. Sam, would you want to elaborate on that? But he lies constantly. Well, that's um, a whole other thing. But I do agree that oftentimes yeah. the days you stop by, there is a, a real fearful air that fills the room. What are you talking about? <laughs> See, Max, you snap at everyone. I mean, no, no one I can don't. do anything right no, around I don't. you. No, it, I don't. You yes, n- they can. <laughs> Sit down, Max. You're physically intimidating Sam right now. It's not okay. That's not my fault it that he's intimidated. Your, that's a cool <laughs> idea. <laughs> if you're standing up and looming over him, it is your fault. Why is that my fault? Because you're doing it. You're, you're standing up. Sam is up against the wall, and you are in his face. Right? I just like your to hand. say, yes. I w- you, you could say it. You could talk to me and tell me to do stuff. That'd be nice. Okay, <laughs> go get me a pomplamoose. What? Can I leave? Yeah, if you want to go get him a, if you want to. Well, good thing. Hey, by the way, also, g- by the way, good thing I brought one. Anyway. Is it cold? Oh. Yeah, no, this is like room temp. I can't drink this. Jesus, Max. I'll drink it. No, you, no, he can't have it. Oh, Get me blood, ice. Blood, so you don't blood, want blood, it, but blood. no one else can have it. This Tasty. is the type of thing people are saying It was for me. It was for me. pinned poor Sam Taggart against the wall. You put your 
arm on the wall above him so he couldn't escape and then started yelling oh, he that he can't escape from my his arm fault, his maybe fault he needs to go to the gym max i do go to the gym you just are naturally stronger than me you, you know that do- oh when you go to the gym all you do is you <laughs> oh, go not on this again not <laughs> the freaking this elliptical again. machine if you are sweating on an elliptical machine you need surgery it looks like <gasps> a mechanical horse bounding through the planes but all you're doing is swaying your arms you know my you cardio is put- so important to me and the fact that you just disrespect it is so like consistently like really rude and like I work out on the like, 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 like shut no. up like then I stretch okay so like that's a whole routine like that I takes write elliptical and then I maybe stretch. 12 minutes of your day what are you doing that is that takes precedent over your physical health you should be focusing on your internal and physical health right now Sam instead of accusing others and putting the burden on them to hold you Max so, it was me you're always telling me to do things. You're always telling me to go get you a pump of the boost. And clearly Justin was right. Sam is very high, high up, up in the chain. Yeah. I am the star, the face yes. of this show. He texts Will Smith. And yet you feel so tiny. What is that about? Cool idea, cool idea. It feels, you feel tiny to me, is what I'm saying. It's just... I was a little What's boy. the next question? Yeah, did we plan <laughs> anything? Yeah, I think we should Is move on. Is the plan to kind of air our grievances and get madder? I was we- hoping that we could come to some sort of conclusion or walk away with resolution, feeling like we could move forward. But this one only Here's seemed- an idea. Mini fridge next to me. Wow. That would solve most of this. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Okay, I'm going to put that on a to-do list. Let's move on to Maya. I have some models in mind. Zoji Rushi makes one. Specific models. We can't yeah. just go get. Like, well, there's a Japanese company, Zoji Rushi, that makes really wonderful products. I was just gonna go get like one of the ones at Target that college kids get. <laughs> Where? Target. I don't know what that is. It's very. It's an extraordinarily popular. There's you, a lot we of can them keep the ball rolling on this podcast. Fine. You don't have to focus okay. on my needs. Okay, we'll go get you your really fancy Japanese so. mini fridge. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. That didn't accomplish anything that I wanted. It only... I was really passive-aggressive. It was aggressive? <laughs> that was really passive-aggressive. Which aggressive. part? The, oh, you're fancy little <laughs> Is that how I sounded? <laughs> yeah. With your little mouse voice. about you. A mouse voice? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the mouse can scream now. Oh, okay. Oh my every, God, um, every complaint mouse about mouse you has proven scream. true, and we've made no forward progress on any of this. Let's move on to Maya. Maya, one thing that came in I was very concerned about is people have said they often see you clearly trying to fuel Justin in a way that's very negative. Do you know what this means? So, okay. Yes, I do. And thank Mm -hmm. you for noticing me, whoever you are. By the way, okay, so. They left a quote, by the way. I don't know if you want to dispute if this quote is true before you get into defending yourself. I could use all the information I can get. Someone said that they heard you loudly saying that Justin is the Beyonce of this entire project. Mm-hmm. The rest of us will be left behind like the other members of Destiny's Child. Specifically said to him, you're better than this. You're better than these people. You had a speaking part in Crashing and on the show with the vampires. Yes. Those are Destiny's Child lyrics. Aren't they? What? what? That you're better than this. You're, uh, you're saying those are Destiny's Child, child oh, lyrics? Oh, oh. It sounded like It did sound like you said, said you mumbled child. a little bit. It sounded like you said those are Justin <laughs> Trout lyrics. <laughs> you're fully off mic drawing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Drawing sorry. on the table, mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> what would have been a killer line. Yeah. Unfortunately, it sounded like something about trout. <laughs> okay. wow. uh, your response that you're trying to fuel some sort of dissent. Putting Justin in. I think you're great on the podcast, Chris. I just want to make that super clear. I just think Mm -hmm. that Justin has an incredible amount of potential Mm -hmm. that he seems to love to step on himself in a kind of a sabotage-y, almost sabotage-y kind of way. You think I sabotage myself? I didn't say that. And and I I want (laughs) to try and— You just said it. Well, no, I said—I think I said sabotage-y. Basically— That's what he asked if you said No, but he said sabotage, and I said sabotage-y. Sabotage is part of sabotage-y. Ah, shit. Okay, so basically, Justin, I think you have an incredible amount of potential. I don't think you recognize it in yourself. And so if it takes me kind of mama bearing you like House of Darion coming out. What? What? House of Darion is, um, isn't that uh, Beyonce's mom's fashion brand? Okay. Oh, sure. Now we're getting deep cuts. Okay. House of Darion. Yeah. (laughs) Shake your derriere and Darion. Yeah, there you go. And I think that's actually where it comes from. But, you know, if I have to kind of... (laughs) 
mama bird you into ascendancy. I'm happy to do it. And Chris, again, I think you're great on the podcast. It's, the more you reiterate that, the more I feel like you don't actually believe it. I think that Justin has a lot to offer, and I don't think he— you know, I don't think he's sharing every all of his goods. I don't think he's. Do you have a proposition? Yeah, sure. No. <laughs> Wait. Yes, I think that Justin deserves thirty to forty-five minutes of this podcast to kind of explore whatever his brain is coming up with that week. Mm-hmm. Wow. And in that way, I think he's like Beyonce. Well, because we saw a bit this week that I think could have gone on thirty to forty-five minutes. Oh yeah. See, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. You get in his head, and then he starts flying off well, the, the fucking mm-hmm. The minute I was brought onto this podcast, you know, kind of in the uh, whatever inning. I don't know that kind of terminology. But I was what? brought in on Say an solid inning. fifth or sixth inning. <laughs> sixth up, yeah. an inning. And I I feel like I've allowed you and I've brought you to a place where you can express yourself truly. But and you push freely. him to into – you get him worked up into such a tizzy, he smashed a punch ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I forgot about that. Yeah, you fly into these rages out. that you don't remember. My, you yeah. get him so worked up. He's frothing at the mouth like he has rabies. Yeah. He starts breaking stuff. Everybody needs to go into the conference room, lock the door until he's done. Listen. Well, someone call that think star I'm power, the one, you know? Right. Yeah. No, exa- and thank you. And exactly. I mean, have you seen Dream Girls or A Star is Born? People mm-hmm. who are- I saw Stars Born. Yeah, I didn't I see Dream Girls. Yeah. Yeah. These are movies where <laughs> someone has an incredible amount of talent and, and it's not- you know, and it's um, and there's conflict. So I, <laughs> this I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? Like yeah. when you are someone with talent, mm-hmm. there will be conflict. Yeah, we can't afford to replace any more drywall. Mm-hmm. We can't afford to replace any more conference tables. All these things that Justin smashes to pieces when you get in his ear. So this might yeah. be uncomfortable, and and I'm okay with that. Wow, Chris, did you write this? You know what I mean? Because. <sighs> Well, because who, and this might be uncomfortable, but who else has a problem with me kind of propping Justin up, allowing Mm -hmm. him to express himself? He's kind of the Tommy Pickles of this operation, you know? (laughs) I did write it. I did write it. And maybe you're right. Mm. And I'm sorry to make things uncomfortable on what is typically, you know, kind of... Harmonious. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe I need to look inside myself and wonder where this jealousy is coming from. You're right. You guys are friends. And yeah. he's a star. If we can maybe just mm. agree to meet in the middle ground where nothing else gets broken and no one else feels physically unsafe. I'm happy to sign on that for Justin. Justin, don't say a word. I met the real Tommy Pickles once. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I did. Sam. The, the guy that he was based on. I went to the Klasky Shupa mansion. Go ahead. Sam, <laughs> the complaint that came in about you, Sam. Yes. Quite concerning. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Now everybody knows you are Chef Sam Taggart. That's true. And you have reserved the kitchen area in our office to practice your many recipes so yes. that you're ready for the episodes. Which is right next to the pomplumus. But anyway, go ahead. You hand out samples of the things you're preparing to see how they will play on the show. There are many people who say they've had severe problems after eating your food. Uh, many different complaints. One person said they ate food you gave them and their hair fell out. Okay. A separate person, different handwriting, said they got diagnosed with the Epstein-Barr virus. Whoa. And a third person, third handwriting, person said they ate an appetizer you gave them. And they fell asleep for 72 hours. And they fear that they may have actually been in a coma, not sleep. Full coma. There's a lot of rumors around the office that you are poisoning the rest of us. Is it really called Epstein Bar? Is that the name? Of- they should change the name. Right? They should change the name in this climate. I just don't so. think it's appropriate. <laughs> it's not appropriate anymore. Okay. So that disease. <laughs> he is such a bad person that a disease needs to change its name. As soon name. as you said I- that, I thought this person was doing some really messed up stuff. No, yeah. it's a virus. It's okay. sort of like having mono that better. never goes away is my understanding. Okay. Really um, hurts. A lot of people scared that you're poisoning us. Here's what's cool is I use kind of that space, the CGP space, our floor, as a place where I can kind of experiment with new recipes and kind of new ingredients. Um, And the fact that that's making people sick is just part of the my growth process i take my position deeply seriously and the, the if people are getting sick because i'm experimenting with um i don't know expired goods pills etc inside of the food that is their fault like I, I i've never said like hey this is good for you you know what i mean and so for them to just assume that it's gonna make them not sick is their problem now i just want to be clear about something 
expired yeah. goods and pills? <laughs> You're crushing up pills? Well, you know, what some, kind of pills? Sometimes I crush them. Sometimes I puree them. Look, I Sam, just, what kind of pills? What? Uh, well, suddenly, I'm a doctor. Jesus. Um, <laughs> if you're throwing out pills, you should know what t- kind they are. You know, I just <laughs> you're grabbing random handfuls of pills that you're not even certain what they are. Yeah, just finding pills where I can find pills and throwing them in. Whatever. Is that where my pills have been going? <laughs> oh. Max, what there pills w- do you have? There was a complaint what? from no, someone who's that asking. Said, I'm sorry. I do. There, honest, I, this may be related. I didn't realize there was a complaint. People keep stealing my pills. That clearly was you, Max. Yes. <laughs> I was. The complaint was, I cannot find my pills. Can I find my pills? You didn't want to accuse stealing, but it's clear that the truth is, I don't know where anything is in this office. So when I put my things somewhere, <laughs> I, you know, there's always like new people around, and I just I get confused in the space. My defense. I feel like the expired goods, bad. That's going to make people sick. Pills, good. Going to make people healthy. So kind of that's sort of like a balancing act that I try to do. Does that check out? Justin mm-hmm. became addicted to uppers. And I will also say yeah. Justin recently talked about his hair falling out, no? It seems mm-hmm. like you're feeding Justin a lot of the pill-based recipes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Justin has an extremely special vessel and needs his... Um, <laughs> food to be able to power him. Well, I I don't disagree with that, but at the same time, and this is speaking kind of on behalf of Justin, Justin, do not speak. Uh, He's been very, very ill and unable to express the kind of full range of his artistic talent as a result because he's been losing hair. Sure. doesn't all starting to piece together. Maybe these blind rages aren't Maya working with two tizzy, maybe it has something to do with the vast amount of pills you've been unknowingly fed. No, 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 no. Ambient Am does not do that. Ambient Am? That's the type. Those are the pills <laughs> that what? you can't find is Ambient Am? That's one of them. <laughs> I hear that one of the main side effects of Ambient is that it can actually make certain people lose their grip on reality. Well, that might not be Not Ambient that Am. Might, that might it be actually heightens reality. Yeah. Now, I want to address another thing that's actually happening right <laughs> here, right now. the picture. Max, you have a cup in front of you that you wrote in very large letters. You wrote Max Wittert on it. Mm-hmm. I just want to say there's about 250 of those scattered around the office. If you're going to write your name on the cup, isn't the point to just have one that you can keep going back to? You've laid claim to 250 cups. Mm. It defeats the whole purpose of writing your name on a cup, and the rest of us don't have access to cups. To be honest, you are right that it makes me nervous to drink out of... The thing is, when I write my name on it, it makes me nervous to drink out of it because there's Sharpie on the cup now. So I have to go get a new cup. But I don't want anyone to take that new cup, so I write my name on it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a Midas touch. It, it's it's like an M.C. Escher painting. <laughs> sure, whatever you need to do internally to sort of figure that out for yourself. Ouch! I didn't realize how much you don't like me. You said I have a mouse voice, and everything I say, you make me feel like an asshole for saying it. It's not just you, Chris. It's uh, it's the office, huh? It's the I office. Can't, again, I can't find my ambient AM. This place is driving us all insane. So, Max, people have taken your pills. They've taken your cups. You mentioned Nick Taking Nan- my dignity. Your dignity. You mentioned Nick Nanny steals your sandwiches. I don't eat carbs. I was about to say. You I, said I, it. I'm <laughs> quoting something you said it earlier. Nick Nanny took Max's sandwich. Max, I wrote it down. I don't eat Max, carbs. Max, you eat carbs. I absolutely one do not. The, one of the listeners see, hear about this. You have four separate boxes of saltines on your desk at all times. Are they open? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, not my doing, because guess what, babes? I don't even know where my desk is. <laughs> you bought- I just sort of wander around. Yeah, and it's a nightmare for all of us. Uh, Maya, you mentioned you don't feel included. I will yeah. say I, I feel bad because I did assign the cubicles. I know that yours is on the other side. In the of a bell use- tower. Yeah, it's in the bell tower. Which is, I also know, not pleasant because Christy Cello has to ring the bell every day at noon. And I was three wondering and what was blocking the sound of the bell. Yeah, it's my. It, it could be setup. my body, right? Yeah. We, was that what we're implying? What you're we're absorbing saying? some of the resonance and uh. maybe your, your paperwork. And so, stuff. Max, when you hear the sound, you feel like there's a Maya shaped cutout in the middle of the sound waves. <laughs> yes. Waving like this. Well, I wasn't see. sure what it was, bef- but now I recognize it as such. Yes. So, you kind of have like an echolocation type <laughs> thing going on. Well, I, I would say that I have an exquisite uh, sense of my senses. <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, what's the word? I'm peeved. I'm, um, or no, I'm done. You know what I mean? You're what done, do you mean? Done. Done. I just feel You're quitting. I'm, you know, I'm kind of resigning myself to being. You're resigning? You're resigning? No, no, I'm, no. I didn't say that. You said that. You said you're resigning. No, I did. I said I'm resigning myself. This is your two weeks. You notice? yourself are resigning. Wow. It's so sad to see you go, but I totally understand. It's not like that. It's a matter of. Okay. Everyone, sign this card for Maya. <laughs> She's going. Okay, we're all signing a card. Wait, Fine. but what would you write? Okay, Maya. actually, please sign the card. <laughs> and now, Sam, you said everyone's jealous of your skyrocket success. Uh-huh. I, I think there's truth to that. Yes. I feel like we all just have to kind of ride this wave. There's a lot of people who are saying, it feels like you're burning bright right now, but that it might burn out fast. <laughs> what? Fifteen what... minutes is a long time for a baby, but it's not that long for an adult, right? What? This is Let's the just... beginning of a long, long career. Is that voice? You've, you've been affecting a different voice when you speak. <laughs> Every time you talk about your success, it sounds what? subtly British. What are you t- <laughs> What are you talking a about? Transcontinental. <laughs> transcontinental. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Now it's Southern Belly. Uh, well, hey there. It's a weird thing. If you go to the water cooler, Sam is holding court it about is. his success and in a different accent. holding a scepter and wearing a crown. Look, I'm not different. <laughs> then then how you what? used to be or then us? Um, I guess then like you guys, my friends? Sam, what did you write about me? I said... Mary, nice to meet you. Have a great life. This is my. This is not Mary Houlihan. Mary Wait, Houlihan. what? This is Maya. Yeah, absolutely whitewashed. Mar- Thank you for calling me Mary. Mary's a Appreciate different that. human being entirely. Maya. Oh. oh, okay. So who am I making this out to Let's again? go to the phones. <clears throat> Let's go to the phones because people have been hearing a lot of rumors out there about the different CGP personalities. I'm inviting you guys to call in anything you've heard. How far away are the phones? It's, it's a varying number of distances. I don't believe it matters, Max. You said we're going to them. So I would just want to know how far I'm We going. are not physically traveling. If I'm saying that, this is the portion of the show where we will take phone calls. Okay. Let's go to line one. They've told us their name is Party. Their name on the Discord channel is Party. Whoa. Party, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it, how's it going? It's tense. I'm not going to lie. It's tense. We've it's all been at each other's pleasant. throats. It, yeah, this was an effort. Fighting. Yeah, this was an effort to heal, but I feel like it's only churning up the real dark shit to the surface with no actual resolution. Have you heard, what are the things hitting the streets that you've heard about as far as the people? We can tell you here if these rumors are true, false, overblown. I'm very interested in hearing what rumors about the CGP offices are making it out to the public at large. I mean, I don't know if these are like pranks that I'm hearing about, if there are like ways that y'all have been messing with each other, but I did, I did hear about the Carmen Christopher um <laughs> Excuse me. Um, setting up one of those like Halloween things. Oh yeah. Yeah, Carmen has set up a number of Halloween decorations, and it is nowhere near Halloween. And all of us are confused. He's made it clear it's not a prop for his upcoming episode of the show. He won't tell us what it's for. He's trying to make the office very spooky, and it takes up a lot of room. I don't know if anybody else wants to describe the different aspects of this. Halloween decoration, but it, it's really elaborate and it's right near the entrance. So yeah, sort of have to force your way through it. it it's bizarre. It's a bizarre it, choice by Carmen. It's bizarre and it's absolutely a fire hazard. Almost mm-hmm. everything in there is uh, has a little lit candle on it. And that's why I like it. <laughs> You're hoping this place burns down? <laughs> no, I like the ambient light. Of course I don't want my stuff to burn. Where's your stuff right now? I don't know. Everywhere. I can't it's spread find out it. everywhere. It's like the most ADD addict. It's like the most ADD adult college kids dorm room <laughs> with all the things with your name written on them spread all over this office. And all my uh, coworkers, I wouldn't want them to burn either. I guess. Carmen, there's a number of uh, spooky skeletons that are hanging in the front door of the CGP office. You have to push through them. The bones rattle. There's weird rumors that they are actual human skeletons. Everything's made of crepe paper. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of crepe pumpkins. Uh, there's candles lit directly below them. When we try to blow out the candles, Carmen always sneaks back in and relights the candles. It's it's dangerous. He likes living on the edge. He has told me that he needs an adrenaline rush uh, to get through the day. It clearly has some sort of psychosexual effect on him, I would say. I'm not... And on us. <laughs> I'm not in a position to diagnose, but... 
It is it is weird and it's dangerous and none of us like it. And I'm glad you brought it up. Does that Yeah, I would say it's not a prank. No, it certainly it no. certainly feels it's personal. More of a lifestyle change. It's psychological, <laughs> it's it's deep rooted. And you know, I want I, I don't want to judge because I want Carmen to be able to embrace who he is on the inside and it's clearly an expression of that. But it it is it is physically dangerous for the rest of it, us and we are keeping our eye on it. Party, thank you so much for allowing us to get that on record. Yeah. I've tried to talk to him about it and he only responds with dabs. Yeah. And it's, it's it's, it's not productive. He <laughs> loves dabs. Yeah. yeah. He dabs. He's been saying damn Daniel since like 2013. I know. He predicted damn Daniel. Yeah. It was, he weird started thing. saying damn Daniel in 2013. Well, he met that kid. Right. He met that kid about 11 months before all went down. he was like, oh, shoot, down. I should have filmed it. You he know told I mean? me about him. He's like, this kid has a lot of potential. He's going to mm-hmm. be huge. You need to check this kid out. And and I, I kind of rolled my eyes and I shouldn't have. Yeah. Let's go to line two. Returning to the show, I, I would say probably the uh, – the champion caller of this show thus far. I think at least your third call, June from Mississippi. Welcome back. Whoa. Hi, thanks for having me. June, is this your third call, fourth call? This is my, wait, um, this is my fourth. Fourth call out of, I believe, 10 yeah, episodes? Wow. Call. Now, the rumors that are hitting the streets about the different CGP personalities, what are you hearing? We'll tell you if it's true or false. Yeah, I heard um, Justin stole my lunch. Mm-hmm. Stole your lunch. I had a yeah, I had a leftover meatball sub in the in the fridge from Quiznos. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. was yeah, I was really looking forward to that one. And then um, it, someone took it, and I asked you, and they said Justin. So yeah, and it is true. Once so you get what I just so anyone listening knows, an official policy is once you get three calls through on the CGB podcast, we do give you your own office that's here true. at our facility. Yeah, so and I'm what, in the bell tower. Yeah, Maya's stuck in the bell tower, which it can't be also can't be good for your hearing. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's everyone saying? Yes, right now it's not great. But so, yes, June was given an office. Justin, is it true that you stole a Quiznos meatball sub from the fridge? June, who told you that? June, who'd you hear that's that from? That's not what's important, Justin. June, who told you that? Justin, Whoa. that's not what's Justin. important. Wait, Justin. Who told you that? Justin. Wait, June. It's who a told goddamn you that? witch hunt, Justin. June. June, I just it asked one Maya. question. What did you <gasps> say? It's Maya. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where the hell is there a Quiznos <laughs> in New York? Oh, why? Are you interested in eating a sandwich? <clears throat> Ooh. <gasps> Nailed again. You like a good toasted sandwich. I and my conscience I is clear. We're off the top. I'm also vegetarian. <laughs> I don't know. Justin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I find did. out Maya told you that. That's not what's important. We have a whistleblower law in effect here. No one will be punished for blowing whistles. Do you want to apologize to June for stealing a Quiznos meatball sub? She flies up from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. She commutes from Mississippi every day. Mm-hmm. She catches a flight every day from Mississippi to fly up and work out of her office. And then every night takes the red eye back to be amongst her people. And you're stealing a meatball sub. So, June, I was in one of my, uh, I don't know what you call it, one of my rages, one of my blackouts. Pill-induced, let's be clear. Yeah, pill-induced. And I think some sort of psychological gameplay is happening with Maya. (laughs) So it's pills and this sort of psychological abuse. All the personal issues. So I woke up, you know, uh, covered in meatball sauce. It's and not tomato sauce, Justin. Covered it's in meatball, meatball sauce. sauce. That's sauce that goes on meatballs. Sauce, <laughs> sauce made sauce. from meatballs. Meatball sauce, <laughs> June. It's meatball sauce. Um, yeah, so I apologize. I don't really remember what happened, um, but it must have been your meatball sub. I'm sorry. I will buy you another one. Wow, okay. And, and actually, just to preserve me and Justin's kind of uh, pure relationship, I brought it up to June. June was complaining about someone stealing her meatball sub. Someone, 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 I kind of crack, and I say, <laughs> I, you know, Justin, listen, it was Justin, and at the end of the day, if if Beyonce came came into your house and took your sandwich, you'd be flattered. You would be. At the end of the day, why does it matter? We're all just charging everything to the corporate card anyway. Yeah, you're right. June, do you feel you're satisfied right. with this resolution? Uh, Justin has apologized. I, I do feel, I feel satisfied. I feel good about this. Yeah. And Maya, sorry to rat you out to Justin. I cracked too. Listen, I just like that you know my name and talk to me. Great. Uh, another <laughs> standout any- call. June, keep oh. calling the show because you're really great. Let's go to line three. We have Connor from Texas. Connor, what are the rumors you've been hearing about the CGP office situation? Howdy, y'all. Uh, I don't want to be Hi. the one to give up this ghost, especially with Chris uh, you know, being in charge of this whole thing. But I did hear 
that Chris is a bit of a, a nepotist that he's already setting up his kid to be the producer early next year. <laughs> oh, oh, Wait, my it's all God. It's like we're January, really gonna, February next year. Yeah. Wow. We're really going to talk about this. <laughs> it is true that I have hired my four month old son for an entry level position in this corporation. But you didn't tell me you had a kid. He I have been very public <laughs> about having a child. Some secret my, child. Or anything. He turned in Not a resume. In he turned in a resume. The resume was great. We interviewed him. We interviewed six people for the job out of the six. My four-month-old son, his interview is the best. I don't think that's nepotism. I just think I have a very motivated four-month-old child. Um, I thought that he was dressed up as boss baby for Carmen's kind of <coughs> Halloween prank. No, that's he dresses in a suit every day because he he's takes work seriously. He, yes, and he is. I will say, I mean, he's on the fast track for an executive producer position, but that's because wow. he applied Killed it in his interview, and he's working very hard. I don't see how that's nepotism. And I should say, I was in this interview with Chris. I was wor- working with him throughout the whole hiring process, and it may seem like it. It may this may seem weird to you, but this is totally standard. Like most businesses do stuff like this. Um, yeah, don't worry about. I'll it. I'll just put it out here, and you guys can be honest with me, and I won't be offended for everybody in this room. Does anyone here think it's weird to have a four-month-old baby be a high-level producer on a television show? I mean, no. I mean, you do have to stay in touch with the youth, and I think like that's really key in that demographic. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on his managerial style. And you've worked with him. He's pretty good at what he does. I have. You work yes. with him really yes. closely. Really closely. Hands on. What does he AM look like? He's a four-month-old baby. <laughs> he's, How tall is he? He's about, I don't know, he's 67 centimeters. It was what I, the doctor told okay, us last week. I don't know metric. He weighs whatever. 15 pounds, 5 ounces. He's bald. He has bright blue eyes and dimples. Oh, he's bald, adorable. Bald. He laughs yeah. and he giggles. He's a very happy boy. He wears a suit. He's a baby in a no. suit. Does that ring a There's bell? There's a lot of people around here He's that look like that to me. He's a four-month-old baby in a suit. Yeah, again. Oh, Max, we, we got yeah. drinks with him last Thursday. Oh, at, um, at uh, what was it? Ch- uh, Ch- Brother Jimmy's we, Barbecue. Yeah, we went to Brother Jimmy's. You guys told me last Thursday that you were both going home to <laughs> sleep. To sleep early. Wait, right. you're talking about after Jimmy's when we went, when we went into, when we went to Ridgewood? Yes. I live in Ridgewood. Yes, there yes, was, yes, yes. We it, was to, like that, it was like that. <gasps> oh, okay. I remember. It was oh, he's crazy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. You guys um, have been drinking alcohol with my four-month-old baby right next to Maya's house and not inviting her? There's a lot of problems Yeah, there. which one are you most mad at? It's hard to even pick. Well, he's actually a really cool guy, and the fact that you're trying to stop him from going out and having friends is, like, really weird of you. Yeah, it's sort no, of it's, controlling. It's true. And I also feel like as a producer, it's good for him to get out there, buy people drinks. You know, I know that he's picking up the tab on a lot of these things. Yeah. And I think that that's good networking. Again, matters not to me because everything I buy is on the corporate card. Thank you so much, Connor from Texas. Let's go to Alex in Seattle. What are the rumors you've been hearing? We'll tell you if they're true or false. So. I'm reporting live from Planet Scum, and there's some really disturbing stuff that I've been hearing. Okay. Planet Scum is our Discord channel. There's over 300 fans of the show who hang out there literally 24-7. It's kind of nuts. But you're saying the Discord is laying out a lot of rumors that you've been hearing. Yeah. And this one, I mean, there's there's legal allegations that are going on. Um, Preston was so brave, and he shared with us that... Carmen Christopher has been touching the potato people inappropriately. Wow. Okay. This is, everybody knows Lorelai Ramirez uh, was on Christy Chella's episode and mentioned a lot of stuff about potato people. It was sort of unclear what the potato people were, but she did. The Irish? No. (laughs) No, these were. (laughs) I don't know why that got me. I don't know why. Of all the things you've said today, that was the one that threw me for that. Biggest loop, but no, not the Irish. <laughs> Although I, he had to hold an intervention for them and ask where the bad man was touching them with the lunch meat. Oh my Carmen has been touching Irish people with lunch meat. <laughs> to be fair, I don't want to kink shame Carmen. I think um, him exploring his sexuality is beautiful. Maybe and- if he just did it with sort of like... There's a lot of alternative, like, vegan meats now. Yeah, well, that would be respectful. I think the real question is, 
we all know that there are a number of potato people that work in our office. Um, and we're very <laughs> it's a derogatory term. <laughs> we're very no, accepting of the I can't potato. stop thinking of it as such. <laughs> We're <laughs> very it's really so messed up. Of the potato people, the question becomes: Can potato Lord, I said it. I can feel. potato people give consent? That is the real question. Okay, is so that, this is kind of the appropriate place to be discussing things like this. I think we, I, and I think we should just go around in a circle, all close our eyes, and raise our hands if we think that potato people can give consent. But if we're all, if we all have our eyes closed, how will we know? So let's okay. everyone close our Everyone's eyes. Everyone's gonna close. Actually, we're gonna go around. And close our eyes one at a time oh, and so raise our hands. So well, so it's not. But then it's not anonymous. Yeah, dibs on going last. This okay. makes sense. This makes sense to me. Yeah, this makes yes. a lot of sense. Okay, to me. so Justin, close your close eyes. Close your eyes and raise uh, your hand if you think potato people can give consent. Okay, he's raised his hand. Okay. Sam wants to go last. Max, do you want to close your eyes? What are we voting on? You just raise your. If hand? you think potato people and can give consent, raise your hands. This seems like a trick question to me. <laughs> okay, you've abstained. I'll show you what's on My eyes are closed too. Okay. Okay, well, um, okay are you okay? So raise a hand. Alex is on the phone though, Max. We can't. Alex, can't I'm glad it. you're shutting your eyes in solidarity. Well, I but... can't tell that she's re- closing her eyes either, so we can just trust her. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Very concerning allegations. Let's go to uh, and Alex. Thank you for the call. We we really do have to look into that one. That's a serious allegation. That That's little, true. Little potato people run around the office. We don't want this getting Yeah, out of for the hands. record, I'm not sure. Yeah. I was going to kind of do a halves. Oh, I'm not okay. sure because I've never been totally clear on what potato people were since I'm, the second Laurel I said it. Yeah, I'm not really sure of the consciousness of potato people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's go to Dave Cohen in Cleveland. Thank you for giving your first and last name, Dave Cohen. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's fine. It's okay. Uh, did you, so good. Did you say, how's it Cohen? Nice. <laughs> that is an amazing catchphrase <laughs> for you. Thing. Dave how's Cohen, it how's it Cohen? You that's should run thing. for student office with that's, that. That's what I was right? going to say. Go that's ahead. where that's useful. Go to yeah. your local high school and run for office. <laughs> Are both of your parents Jewish or just uh, your dad? Uh, actually, both. Great. Hell Great. yeah. <laughs> Dave, so, uh, what have you been hearing? That's not what I called to talk about, okay. though. Yeah. Okay, um, fine. I heard that you guys have been holding Martin Urbano's uh, disciples hostage. Yes, yes. And everybody knows that it's wrong, but you also know that the disciples don't have anywhere else to go, so... It is true. Kind of like a moral gray area. For anybody listening, uh, Martin Urbano held a wonderful episode where he taught a seminar, a comedy amateur class. He had a number of disciples there, young comedians who were able to ask him questions on the spot. They are uh, living in our office. They do sleep here overnight. And um, do we allow them to leave? Uh, Yeah, but they are told that if they leave, they can never come back. So there's a hazy middle ground there. But I stand by it because these are effectively unpaid interns who want to learn about comedy, and I can't think of a better way. Yeah, if you're young and you want to get into comedy, don't – you. Like you're, don't you're, get paid. You know what I mean, and don't don't <laughs> Never expect get paid. to. You know what I mean. Do what I do, and uh, only do shows where you don't get paid for the first twelve years. Yes, mm-hmm. that is so so pursuit. important. It's so important mm-hmm. to do that. And don't make any friends outside of comedy. Don't no. talk to anyone outside of comedy. If you have an experience that isn't comedy related, yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Don't Bre- take breaks. Break no. up with your love break up with your significant other who you started yes. dating just before comedy ruin yes. your family yeah oh destroy them yes make every holiday conversation relate somehow to improv <laughs> yeah. and in this way i feel we're giving i don't know and nah. not that anyone talks to me but i feel we're giving these young people the most kind of focused um what's the kind of it's like a 100 percent experience of okay, very, you know well I mean? and what i was gonna say which i think no one has said yet is i think we're giving these young people sort of a focus no no um, no 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 <laughs> The, no, no. You know, 100% of, like, what they're doing is this comedy. I know what you mean, Sam. Thank you. And, yeah, that and, makes sense. That's so, the point I made. Some people yeah. have compared this to a cult or maybe even a pyramid scheme. And I would say... The fact that they pay us is not does not make it a pyramid scheme. That's just us, like... We're, we're giving them a service of teaching them comedy, and so they pay yeah, us. It, so we get paid from people above us, and then we kind of imply to the people below us that they could get paid if they keep working for us. Right, exactly. And, and then they the, can work their way up. And that some of them will, the whole point being too that there's so many of them that there's a very broad base at the bottom and that as some of them drop off, it'll narrow 
mm-hmm. up until they're sort of at the point of the spear. And that, I don't see how that's a pyramid scheme. Max, no. are you okay? Yeah. No, I was just going to suggest having sort of like a teriyaki bar thing for lunch one day. Mm, yum. A teriyaki <laughs> bar. Is that – Chef Sam Taggart, how would you feel about preparing a teriyaki bar? No, no, no. Not, su- not for Sam to make. Like we, Oh, I'll whip it up in a sec. Just a couple of expired chicken. No, 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 gl- no, glaze, no. And with a nice Percocet glaze. <laughs> Max, I do have to say, though, these disciples who live in our facility, I don't – I feel like they are getting something out of it. I do feel bad that at night I have heard most of them do spend most of their time cleaning up your cups. Okay, great. <laughs> They could say no. If they have extra cool energy, idea. if they have extra energy, why not collect? It's hard for the, me to explain to them how that's going to help their comedy career, though, because they're here for comedy internships. You know what? Sometimes people like just have to like live life in order to mine experiences from that and um, just sort of transmute that into comedy. So you can't make someone funny. They just are or they're not. <laughs> and, uh, you know... Someone's got to clean up the cups, and I'm sure as hell am not. But, <laughs> but I think that's the question we all have. Is like, why not? What? <laughs> what are you talking like, why not? about? Why can't? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you? I at this point, it's just out of my hands. No, but you keep making the cups. You generate the every day you come in here. You generate a new cup. And you never clean up the old cups. Now, okay, D- your name is Dave. Dave Cohen. Dave, yeah. Dave Cohen. How's so, it Cohen? Just let me know if, because to me, this is starting to feel a little anti Semitic. And you can tell me if you agree. What is? This uh, sort of accusation on me. Yeah. See, See, he said, yeah. I want to ask Mac. I, I'm <laughs> tempted to ask if you're Jewish, but I feel like then you're going to get very upset and intimidate me. You're, uh, you're asking me <laughs> if I'm Jewish? Because you're asking, you're talking to him about anti Semitism. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to know the terms of the discussion here. Yes. Okay. Can you please sit down? I was just asking for clarity. Okay, I will sit down that now. That was an anti-Semitic question. Yeah, sitting down on me. If you could please. Dave Cohen said it was anti-Semitic. Of Dave you Cohen said it was anti-Semitic for, for me to get off of your lap. <laughs> if you could please just. <laughs> Max, it's physically Max, uncomfortable. Out. I'm feeling like a goddamn potato person. You know what? This isn't even comfortable. I, 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 okay. Excuse wow. me. I'm going to get up. Max, okay. you're an incredible person. <sighs> Thank you so much. I think today... We've solved a lot of problems. Justin, mm-hmm. do you, how do you feel? You feel like we've cleared the air? Sometimes I feel like to do to heal, mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like to heal a burn, you have to place the fire right on your skin. And I think that's what we've done today. Mm-hmm. I agree. Nah. Yeah, I'm going to say no. No yeah. healing. I just don't think the fire analogy makes any sense. My also, I'm, I was going to tell you this off mic, but just to be above board, we actually, yeah, what? Um, <laughs> You have to share the bell tower space now. We're going to put Anthony Oberbeck in there, too. Oh, that's... Okay, so now I'm really not going to get to hear the bells well. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the CGP (laughs) Podcast. Remember, next Wednesday night... It's going to sound like... <laughs> oh, I I, in that I could hear the Maya and Anthony shaped holes in the sound. And, and then it does kind of like this. Dumb. You can't see why I oughta. You're, the sound you made sounded a lot more like a vibraphone than a bell. dink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I want to thank everybody who called. Remember, we have a Discord channel right now. There's hundreds of people on it. It runs 24-7. It is, it is legitimately... Uh, a very fun and addictive thing. Go sign up for that. You can do that at chrisgeth.com slash live. It's also where you can watch the show every Wednesday night. And this Wednesday, I will be hosting the show. We'll have Riley Soliner, Martin Urbano, Joe Rumnell, Rachel Pegram, and uh, many other people who have appeared on the show all there to air out the many problems, social, professional problems that have been brewing around this project. So uh, call in that night too, and we'll go ahead and we'll uh, get to the bottom of things. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Sam, anything you'd like to plug uh, shows coming up, social media, where can people find you? Oh, follow me on Twitter at Sam T. Taggart and Instagram at Sam Taggart. All right, Max, anything you want people to know about coming up? I've been paying my rent with the corporate card. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just thought as long as we're airing everything out, I should let you know that if some receipts come through, follow me on Max Wittert on Instagram, 
Wax Mittert on Twitter. <laughs> and I have a solo show coming up September 13th at Union Hall that Ooh. you are going to be obsessed One of with. The great venues in New York City. Uh, is that sure. why, is that why there's a $7,100 a month charge? What is this? No, no, no. My rent is way higher than that. Maya, anything you'd like to plug on our way out the door? Yeah. Uh, good job, Maya, on all the stuff. Um, and then I'm part of a, a women's, like, sketch moment. Um, and <laughs> not that's group, Not group. I don't know. I don't love saying sketch group, you know. But anyway, I, I, <laughs> we're at Union Hall on September 25th, and that's also where Max's show is going to be. So kind of hang out at Union Hall for um, a week. Full week. Justin, anything people should know about on your end coming up? Uh, just social media. Justin M. Linville on social media. Um, yeah, that's about it. Wow, he's flying into another one of his rages. Chris, is yeah. there anything you want to plug? Yes, I got a big tour coming up in the fall. I'm going to be all over. Uh, I'm talking London and Buffalo, equally glamorous cities. Wow. Detroit, Woodstock, Brooklyn, Asbury Park, Philly, Richmond, Baltimore, Chicago. All those tickets are available at chrisgeth.com. That's it. That's what we got. Thank you guys for being here yeah, and allowing you. the healing to begin. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks to all my fans. And namaste. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.